Hello, I'm Julie Swenson, Managing Director of Forward Theatre Company in Madison, Wisconsin. And I'm Mike Fisher, Milwaukee-based writer, critic, and dramaturg. I'm Jen Apoff-Gray, Founder and Artistic Director of Forward Theatre Company. And this is Theatre Forward, a twice-monthly conversation about theatre from a local, regional, and national perspective. From Madison to Manhattan, we're excited to share insight into our own company while exploring issues surrounding theatre in the Midwest and around the country. Welcome to episode five of Theater Forward. Hello. Hello. So this week's conversation is going to be about how seasons are being chosen across the country, especially at the regional theaters. Uh, For those of you who listened to our last episode, you know that we spent the last time talking about the selection of our own upcoming season and all that went into our decision making. And we thought this was the great follow on opportunity to talk more broadly about uh, what's going on elsewhere at our at our peer companies and what we're looking forward to. Great. So what are the kinds of things when you look at theater regionally or nationally and you're following the buzz of what's going on or, or you know, you're seeing shows yourself? Uh, are there places or companies or directors who have more influence with you in terms of your thinking, this is something I need to look at in choosing a season? Sure. That's well, I would imagine that almost any artistic director might give you a different answer to that question. Um, and that's actually what's really exciting because that's how you identify companies of interest. You know, each each artistic director has a vision and and something that they're they're going for, and audience members kind of find find their artistic home that way. Um, for us, it's really a mix of things because we are so focused on contemporary work. So it's not so much usually things that we've seen elsewhere as scripts that we get our hands on through, you know, whatever methods available are, are out there for us. Um, certainly we're looking at what's happening on Broadway. Certainly we're looking at what hap- what is happening off Broadway because there aren't that many plays happening on Broadway. Um, but we're also looking uh, at what's happening around the country because most of the exciting new play work is not making it to New York uh, anymore. And so We'll look at what's happening in Chicago at, at Steppenwolf or the Goodman or um, Timeline or all of those great companies, Writers and Northlight. We'll look at uh, you know what new scripts are coming out of Actors Theater of Louisville. What's happening um, in Seattle and Portland? You know, there's there's a lot of of work that's happening in the regions, and that tends to be what draws our attention. You know, who's doing a really good job? I think is American Theater Magazine of putting in some of the newer plays that are the new regional plays. Yeah. And I I see a lot of productions that come out of those of those um issues. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And and I I share your, you know, I have a mixed feelings about the, the role of New York in American theater. I mean, I love New York. You know, I see 20 or 30 shows there a year. But you know, living 90 miles away from Chicago, to me, Chicago is is much more of a mecca in terms of interesting new work. And it's not so much of the same names, the same playwrights, the same form again and again and again. It's a lot more a storefront, you know, black box theater where there's more experimentation, where there's some beautiful writing getting done. You know, it's where Ike Holter with Exit Strategy came from for us. And, you know, he's just killing it yeah. again this year in Chicago with two more productions. And that's that to me is is the lifeblood and, and as well as some of the other places that you're talking about for the future of American theater and where the most exciting work is is happening. Yeah, I would say in Wisconsin, though, you look at the companies in this state 
And not everybody is interested in the fresh off the page Broadway show or something that's, you know, currently been developed in Chicago. They're looking at some of what I term the old chestnuts. And that's okay too. Someone's got to produce those too. Absolutely. And so I do think it's important that you're not losing the really great things that, you know, in the canons of, um, of theater and uh, Wisconsin companies do a really nice job of picking from everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And it, it, it's one of the things that I think maybe in some ways has uh, made our job a little easier here because uh, there aren't very many professional companies in Wisconsin that are exclusively focused um, or even primarily focused on on new work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we haven't had as much competition. It's why most of the plays that we have produced have been at least state, if not regional premieres, um, partly because we are going after some of those new things aggressively, but also because a lot of our wonderful, wonderful peer companies around the state are um, doing a, a broader range of work in terms of time period. You know, they're not just doing things that are you know within the last few years. So um, it's created some room for us to do what we right. do um, and allow it to be um, less of a sort of competitive thing uh, going after those scripts. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm with you, Mike, in my uh, absolute love for the New York theater. I worked professionally on and off Broadway as a director for a dozen years in New York. Um, I have tremendous love and esteem for what's happening there and also a full awareness that it is only a, uh, a fraction of the work that's being done in this country. And, um, Lauren Gunderson's work is a beautiful example. Right. You know, last year she was the most produced living playwright in America. Um, we, we've done two of her shows here at forward. We were the first company in Wisconsin to do her work. And she still hadn't had, I mean, now she's had some stuff done in New York over the last year, but I mean, her stuff was not coming from New York theater. It was coming from, from the regions. And she's one of the greatest, you know, new voices that we've got in American theater. Well, and in fact, I and you, which is the one play of hers that has been done in New York, did not do well because the critics in New York have such a powerful voice. They didn't like the play. They are absolutely wrong as a critic that has reviewed this play twice, including an outstanding uh, forward theater production. Um, it's it, it's they don't always get it right. And here I think, um, you know, different podcast, different topic. But, you know, because you have a lack of strong critical voices. There's just not enough of them mm-hmm. um, in this part of the country. There is, in a, in a weird way, one of the few advantages to that, and I do think it's a bad thing, is more opportunity for plays that really are good to not get shut down before audiences have a time to discover them for themselves. Yeah. Well, first of all, what's nice here is that um, a reviewer can't shut down a show. I mean, we have runs that start and finish. Um, there's no extension for the most part. Um, they can uh, hurt a show in terms of audience coming to it, but the voice of the critic doesn't doesn't determine the the run. I would also say too that the critics in Wisconsin, and I am saying you especially, there's been a lot, are more encouraging for the new plays and the new productions, and that um, allows theater companies. And I'll bring this back to choosing seasons allows companies to take chances knowing that the reviews are not going to kill them for doing that. Mm, mm -hmm. And I think that's a big reason why Wisconsin theater is robust. And there's a lot of really great companies here. Mm, That's, that's a great, a great perspective, Julie. 
I would love to talk a little bit about some of the things we're looking forward to in the upcoming season. Uh, this is that delicious time of year, as Mike alluded to in our last episode, where so many companies are announcing their plans for the upcoming 1920 uh, theater season. So um, what are some of the things that we're looking forward to seeing? I'll, I'll start with one uh, close to home, um, since we were just talking about Lauren Gunderson, our, our dear friends and colleagues just slightly to the west of us in Spring Green, Wisconsin at American Players Theater are going to be doing Lauren's play, The Book of Will, this summer. I can't wait. It's a beautiful play. Uh, I saw it down at Northlight last season. Um, but to see our friends at APT, who are, I think, some of the best classical performers anywhere in the country, tackle this story is really exciting to me. Uh, I agree. Excited for that. I also, I've got to, I've got to go back to my my former artistic home at Renaissance Theater Works and. Um, Speaking of Old Chestnuts, mm -hmm. they are doing Happy Days mm. with Laura Gordon, directed by Marie Kohler. And I am thrilled. I, I can picture Laura on top of that mound. <laughs> I don't know who the guy is going to be, you know, that comes comes around. But um, it's it's a beautiful, um, quirky, you know, uh, it's a it's going to be a really great production. I'm really excited about that. And I'd also like um, to acknowledge our dear friend Michael Wright is going to be uh, retiring from Milwaukee Chamber Theater. He's got two plays. One of them is No Wake by Erica Berman. And No Wake was workshopped at Forward Theater in our Wisconsin Rights New Play Festival. Yes. Yay, and Erica. now is getting a full production. And I love this just for the title. Michael's swan song is a play called Gently Down the Stream. Mm. And that seems quite right. Perfect. Perfect. Directed by Michael Cody, who oh, I think is yeah. one of the most fabulously talented uh, young directors Agreed. that come out of Wisconsin. So, you know, I, I having, you know, beat the drums here for new plays, I'm going to go uh, in terms of my first few with a couple chestnuts as well. I am super excited um, that the Skylight uh, Music Theater in uh, Milwaukee, which just announced, is going to be opening their season with Oklahoma, directed by Jelana Ponisek. And this is a great example of the kind of conversation we're talking about. I mean, there was a radical production of this done at Oregon Shakespeare mm -hmm. Festival last year, followed by the Daniel Fish production in New York, which has completely rethought the show. I am so excited to be seeing that in a few more weeks. Um, and, and now we have Oklahoma being brought to Wisconsin with all the ingenuity that Jelana brings to, to all of her projects. And then Skylight's closing its season, talk about chestnuts with Candide. Um, I which love is just, that play. It is a fantastic piece. And so those are two chestnuts I'm really looking forward to. At the rep, I'm really excited. Uh, they also just announced by uh, Denai Guerrera's uh, Eclipsed uh, about five women in the Liberian Civil War um, sort of trying to sort of go forward. It's kind of like a Lynn Nottage Ruined is the closest analogy to something people might know better. It's terrific that the rep is doing it, and I'm really excited for that one. I have to say, it's just so thrilling that this brilliant, brilliant, wonderful African-American playwright uh, is getting so much more attention now because of her starring role in Black Panther. Uh, honest to God, we will take we will take attention for someone of her talent by any means necessary. Right. Um, and that's that's a pretty... Great one. Well, uh, beyond the the you know borders of Wisconsin, are there um, other things that you're looking forward to next season? I'll say now this is where we get very familial. Um, 
I, I'm really looking forward to seeing Moulin Rouge on Broadway this summer. Um, the marvelous Karen Olivo, who just starred in our production of Fun Home, is playing the lead of Satine in that. So I'm, I can't wait to bring my whole family to go go see her flying and singing her her heart out in that. <laughs> well, and I'm looking forward to uh, very much. Um, Rano J. Parson will be doing the eighth installment, and I've seen them all, of uh, Court Theater's move through the uh, August Wilson uh, Decalogue of Plays. They're doing King Headley to uh, next fall. That will open um, a season, which also includes two Greek plays, which is, I think, incredibly exciting. I'm sort of cheating with my second one from outside here and in Chicago, and that's because it's the end of this season. But Writers Theater is doing a production of Next to Normal, directed mm. by David Cromer, who to me is as good as it gets um, for, mm -hmm. as a director and a director of musicals as well as straight plays. And that's gonna be in May and June, I believe. Oh. A wealth of stuff. There really? is a lot of good regional theater being done in this country. There it's, sure is. We're honored to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, mention our our friends up in Door County. Yeah. Um, we've got some of my favorites coming up is at uh, Door Shakes. Uh, our friend Matt Daniels is directing Henry V in rotation with Mary Wives, directed by Marcy Kearns, and also Northern Sky, which does all new musicals. Um, Molly Rodes, our good friend, is directing We Like It Where. Can't wait. Well, and and really, it, it's um, I I love the Door uh, County scene so much. I mean, you have four equity theaters in right. this very small part of relatively isolated Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin, and it's it's terrific. We've got Penn Players that we didn't mention, and Third Avenue Playhouse, which yeah. are both wonderful. Yep. Um, and then uh, you know, going further afield from Chicago, a couple of the things I'm excited about are uh, the Humana Festival, which I know Forward, um, uh, you know, has people that go um, on its behalf, where to sort of scout things out every, every year. Uh, it's something that's been important to me every year too. And the play there I'm looking most forward to is a new Lucas Nath play. Uh, uh, that is about the, the 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 very thin line between this world and the next one, kind of like a Lincoln at the Bardo for those of you that read George mm -hmm. Saunders about the spirits of people who are still with us. And then a contemporary American theater festival, which is becoming, along with Humana, I think, the most prestigious of the new play festivals. Our own Mark Clemens at the Milwaukee Rep, having workshopped this last summer, is going to be directing a world premiere of a piece co-written by Dale Orlando Smith and Antonio Edward Suarez. Uh, called Antonio's Song, and it's about the journey of being a father and an artist. Mm, that's that's great. Sounds great. And of course, you know, with my summer trip to go see Moulin Rouge, I just I I have several nights of theater going to uh, to fill. Uh, you know, I I really want to see um, this play, Gary, the sequel to Titus Andronicus <laughs> with Nathan Lane. I mean, come on, this Taylor yeah. Mac play. It sounds brilliant. Heidi Shrek's What the Constitution Means to Me. I definitely want to see that. If I can get tickets to see Aaron Sorkin's adaptation of To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, there, there's, there's exciting stuff going on. Sure is. I think we got some New York discussion in our future on one of these podcasts. Yeah, so. I think you're, we'll I compare think you're, notes. Yes. Well, that'll be <laughs> for another, good. another right. episode. Yes. Um, we'll, we'll call that it for this episode of Theater Forward, a conversation about theater in Wisconsin, the Midwest and America. Thank you for joining us. I'm Jen Alpoff Gray. I'm Julie Swenson. And I'm Mike Fisher. Our podcast is produced by Scott Hayden and you can follow us or share your thoughts and questions on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Forward Theater, as always, with an ER. If you enjoy this podcast, 
Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you might tune in. We're so grateful to have you listening and we'll be back soon for another Theater Forward conversation.